In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. For years, I have lamented the billboard on I-65 North. Go to church or the devil will get you. I have thought of it as a sign of our backward, judgment-oriented relationship to God. It seems more threatening than inviting. Making a claim that we should be more scared of the devil than we should love God. At the least, it is embarrassing. At the most, it is disingenuous, damaging people's relationship with God and trust for the church. The sign itself highlights the hypocrisy of our cultural Christianity. Go to church so that you won't go to hell. And when you get to church, you get to hear all the other ways you'll end up in hell anyway. Sounds a bit like false advertising. (laughs) Then the sign fell down. And I missed it. I didn't realize how much that sign had become part of my experience of driving north. I look for that sign every time I take that route. It has become, in part, what it means for me to live in Montgomery, Alabama. Worth Stewart, a priest in Huntsville who grew up here at the Ascension, once told me that the original sign had been painted on the side of his grandfather's gas station. I don't know if his grandfather was Episcopal, but I do appreciate the sign's Episcopal connection, especially as I consider it a reflection of a more fundamentalist Christian message. Episcopalians aren't known for our concerns about going to hell. It's really not part of our tradition. We are less likely to be motivated by such concerns and more likely to be turned off by them. We know that we fall short and miss the mark, and yet that does not seem to be the motivating factor in why we come to church or in our spiritual development. We are much more motivated by being drawn closer to God rather than avoiding the devil. It is not that we believe we are without sin or that the grace extended by God is not without cause or consequence. We don't profess or even celebrate a cheap grace. As a matter of fact, we as the church are tasked with guarding the grace of God so that it is not cheapened. To guard the grace of God is not about determining one another's guilt or sin. God has not asked us to judge one another. God tells us to love one another. God loves us and takes no pleasure or delight in anything but that love. God always desires to draw us nearer, to restore us in relationship with God and one another. God's justice is not punitive. It is not about punishment. God's justice is always restorative. Some of you may have heard me tell the story of Banshee and the dead fish. 
and I hope that you might humor me in the retelling of it today as it illustrates this understanding of divine justice. Many of you have met or at least know of Church Dog, Banshee, my black and white Catahoula blue tick hound mix that comes to church with me most days. She's almost 16 years old now, and she doesn't do a lot these days other than sleep and eat. But in her younger days, she was always getting into something. Her nose was legendary. <clears throat> My in-laws have a house on St. John's Bay in Orange Beach. And whenever Steve and I go, we always take the dogs. Banshee loves the beach. She loves to run to the end of the pier and bark at the boats as they pass by. She loves to snooze on the deck in the sun. But her absolute number one most favorite thing to do at the beach is to roll in dead fish. As soon as we get to the beach and let her out of the car, she will take off for the pier, her nose high in the air, sniffing the air in search of that favorite smell, dead carcass lying in the sand. You can always tell when she has caught a whiff of that foul odor. She will stand perfectly still on point, her ears shot out like handlebars, her nose directed right to the spot, her eyes focused. And in that moment, you must instantly recognize the signs and act if you have any hope of dissuading her. Over the years, I have conditioned her to come to me with a certain whistle. So I immediately start whistling and calling her name with a joyful and positive tone, one that is inviting and not threatening. I've learned that Banshee, like us, responds better to possibilities than she does to warnings or threats. Sometimes, that's all it takes. She will heed my call to her, drop her ears, slowly turn from temptation, and return to me. And when she does, I will love all over her and tell her what a good dog she is, praising her for her good choice. Other times, she will ignore me, lower her head, and begin to track where that smell is coming from. And when that happens, I continue to call her still in a positive and inviting tone of voice, though now a bit more urgently, come on, Banshee, come back. <coughs> Occasionally, it works. And I reward her with praise and affection, loving all over her and telling her what a good dog she is. More often than not, however, she follows that nose, finds that dead fish, and begins to roll in it. Four paws in the air, back scratching, having the time of her life. Banshee is never happier or more gleeful than when she is rolling in dead fish. After a time, she will stop, and I wait for that time, and then again call to her in a positive and inviting tone of voice. Come on, Banshee, come back to me. And she will come trotting back, her head down, what can only be called a sheepish expression on her face, knowing that she has done wrong. And when she gets to me, 
stinking and smelling like dead fish, I will love all over her and praise her and tell her what a good dog she is. Not because she chose to roll in that dead fish, but because she chose to return back to me. And I know that if I were to scold her or fuss at her, the next time, she might not return to me. Now, her return is not her complete restoration back into relationship. She still smells like dead fish. And in that condition, she is not going to be allowed to do her other two favorite things at the beach, which are to come inside and lay on the cool tile floor in the air conditioning, much less sleep in the bed with us that night. For those things to happen, Banshee must have a bath. And Banshee equates water from the hose to acid being poured on her skin. She is all for the lathering of soap, but she is not at all fond of getting wet via the hose. She will swim in the bay, but as soon as you pull the hose out, she will tuck tail and run. If Banshee could reason, she would believe that that bath is punitive, that it is a punishment for her actions. Fortunately, she can't reason because the purpose of that bath is not punitive at all. It is restorative. It is the consequences of her poor choice to roll in dead fish. But in order for her to return, re-enter the house, and sleep in the bed, she must be restored to full relationship with us. She must be washed clean of the smell of dead fish. That is the divine justice we hear professed by the prophet Ezekiel this morning. As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from their way and live. God does not want us to go to hell. God created us to be in relationship with him and desires our return to him again and again and again, no matter how many times we choose to roll in dead fish. That choice to return to God will require something of us. We must make that choice intentionally, choosing life with God rather than a life that follows our distractions and takes us away from God. And we must accept the consequences of our choices, but understanding that they are restorative rather than punitive. The goal of the church, of those who belong to the salvific community of Christ, is to embody the holiness of God in life and in witness. We do not do that by offering a cheap grace that closes an eye to the wickedness of the world. Nor do we do that by judging others when they fall short of that witness. We do that by being the place of return, an open and inviting place that praises one another for our willingness to return to God, even and especially when we smell like dead fish, when that choice is so hard. 
We don't go to church to avoid the devil. We go to church to grow in our love for God and for one another. Amen.